Welcome to the kickoff of the Valley Podcast covering your Arizona Cardinals. My name is Gunner. That's Tyler Vasquez. Going to be uh, previewing the game coming up on Sunday. Our two and three Cardinals headed up to Seattle to take on the two and three Seahawks on Sunday in an NFC West showdown. Uh, Tyler, how you feeling about it, man? Book it, Dano. We're getting that W in Seattle. Ah, uh, they are. Well, the uh, Cardinals are the favorite right now. Two and a half point favorites is the first time they've been favored this season. Yeah, the Cardinals have been favored this season. They've been under underdogs in the first five weeks. Well, and they, they have every reason to be, right? Like, when you look at the Cardinals versus Seattle team-wise, I think the Cardinals all around have more talent. But, you know, Seattle has been scary this year. They, they've blown out expectations offensively. Uh, Pro Football Focus has their offense ranked as the eighth best offense in the NFL, where the Cardinals are ranked 17th. And then if defensively, both teams suck. I mean, you've yeah. got the PFF grades, the Seahawks at 30th and the Cardinals at 32nd. Well, and you mentioned the uh, the offense, you know, ranked pretty high there. Geno Smith is uh, number one rated quarterback right now in the league after five weeks. He's uh, yeah. He's got a quarterback rating of 113.2 and he's ahead of Patrick Mahomes, uh, who's uh, 110.5. That's crazy I... to me. I may or may not have uh, submitted waiver claims in fantasy leagues to pick up Geno Smith. That's how good he's playing. Like, how crazy of a statement is that? Like, if you said that two seasons ago, people would be like, what? what even at the beginning about? of the season, nobody would yeah. have thought that. Yeah. They're putting up some points, though, man. I, I was looking at the uh, who the Seahawks have played. Uh, where's their schedule? They uh, obviously lost to the... Uh, the Saints uh, last week, but they put up 32 points. Then they put up 48 points in their win against the Lions. Put up 23 points uh, in the loss to the Falcons, and uh, I guess only seven points, uh, you know, against the 49ers, and then 17 against the uh, the Broncos. But I mean, when I when I was looking at the amount of points that they're putting up, I if the Cardinals can't get points in the first quarter and the Seahawks continue to score like they like they have been. That's going to be an uphill battle for the Cardinals, man, if the Seahawks get hot and get going early. No, you, you hit the nail on the head. I, I mean, you look at the last three games. Take away the first two, because the first two, uh, yeah, Seattle scored six or 17 and 7, right? So the <laughs> yeah. last three games, though, they're averaging about, I don't know, I'm doing crazy math here, but I'm assuming about 30 points a game is what you put that between the 23 and the 45, and they got that yeah. 32. About 30 well, points. They had 48, yeah, they had 48 against the Lions. Or 48, almost, sorry. Yeah, it's almost probably right around 32, 33 on average yeah. in those last three games. The Cardinals can't get over 20. They're averaging 20. Well, they are. Our Cardinals are averaging 21, is what we said on Wednesday's show. So. Yeah, but all those points are coming second half. Yeah. No, you're you know? right. You're right. I, they're they're going to have to score and score in bunches. But luckily, like I just said, this defense of the Seahawks isn't very good. And we'll get, we're going to go behind enemy lines and get into that more in depth but this their defense isn't great so it's going to give the cardinals opportunities to get started and hopefully get started fast couple of uh, injury notes gunner okay. james connor uh already they're rumoring to be out for this week and i think everyone expected that when the cardinals earlier this week went on a tear of signing running backs mm -hmm. um that you know they signed two guys already there's a rumor that they're trying to go sign marlon mack which He's never been good in the NFL, um, so they haven't signed him yet. But uh, right now, as of today, 
Daryl Williams and Matt Prater are definitely out. Uh, Daryl Williams went to the IR. Matt Prater has already been ruled out. So you are which, going to see Mr. Amendola kicking again, Gunner. Which I saw that. I saw that they signed signed him. I thought he was already signed. I know the Cardinals, what, they, uh, they tweeted out, like, we're proud to say that we, we have signed Amendola to i don't know the uh, the verbiage there but i thought he was already signed he, he kicked for us last week yeah but then they're able to send him down to like the the practice squad and then bring him back up and sign him to the active roster so okay so know. i mean that that makes sense but i mean what doesn't make sense also is that they actually signed him <laughs> after mm-hmm. last week you know we talked oh. about it in the last podcast the, the uh the chiefs had him he missed a couple of kicks that cut him loose so then cardinals picked up the Chiefs' sloppy seconds and we bring him on. He can't make a kick, but yet we still sign him. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, the all of Cardinals media when when they didn't bring in a kicker this week or a few kickers to try out, kind yeah. of were scratching their heads. Like everybody had the the consensus of what are we doing here? <laughs> it was interesting to practice today, which today is Thursday. And, and I want to note they didn't practice yesterday on Wednesday. They just had a, a closed walkthrough. Okay. So a, a lot of media were expecting like a big injury report today. There really wasn't one for the Cardinals. I mean, Rodney Hudson, like we said, Trayvon Mullen, uh, you know, just kind of the usual suspects that are not going to be available. The the running back room is the big one. But other than that, I mean, you're getting a lot of the offensive line back. Justin Pugh's practicing. Uh, Max Garcia's practicing. It, it, it looks like we're going to be pretty healthy, all things considered. So it was kind of weird that they took the, the practice off yesterday. Um, man, I, again, their practice habits, I, I don't really understand is what I'm yeah. getting at. Um, the Cardinals, on a good note, you know, historically, they've played really well in Seattle. They actually split the series last year with the Seahawks. Um, and, and the game they won was the one in Seattle. I actually went to that game, Gunner, in November. Yeah, little, I remember that. Yeah, it was a little cold. A little cold out there in uh, in in Seattle in November. Uh, this weekend, we we looked at the weather the other day, and it, lo- it looked pretty warm. It looks uh, like sunny in seventy seven. Uh, the forecast, which it's unseasonably warm up in Seattle, so that'll be. Uh... I'm not happy about that. I should have flew out for this game, not last year. <laughs> uh, I, I will say, last year the fan base was pretty good. There, there was no. Uh, no, no. Other than the guy, they have that one guy that holds all the signs right by the the visitor tunnel. Um, he was holding that one where he was like saying Menzel, like greater than Murray or something one year. Uh-huh. And, and there's that great picture of Murray walking just like out to the field. And that signs right there and mm-hmm. calling him a bust and all that type stuff. But that, that guy will egg you on. But other than that, um, the fans weren't, weren't that bad in Seattle. They're loud, man. And uh, the, yeah. and the difference between uh, Seattle and Arizona. Uh, well, there's multiple differences between those two stadiums, but they allow uh, flags and signs in at, uh, at Lumen Field. You know, you'll see those 12 flags everywhere, which, you know. Is there a reason why the Cardinals don't allow those signs into State Farm Stadium? Like when other well, stadiums it, do? It, it's, you can bring stuff in. You just can't be, like, hanging it and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, you can't hang it over oh, the Oh, that's rail. right. You got those fatheads you bring with you, don't you? Yeah, I, I think yeah. a lot of – and a lot of stadiums don't allow you to do that. I would almost bet if I tried to hang one of those fatheads over the rail in Seattle, <laughs> they would they would come and get mad at me. But Because um, it's a Cardinals fathead. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got – actually, so, so I didn't tell this story, but when I went to Vegas a few weeks ago for the Cardinals-Raiders game, I uh, snuck in some red, like, packing tape, and okay. I taped the fathead to the rail. And it stood through all of warmups, through probably a little bit into the first quarter. And then all of a sudden, a security guard came over and goes, hey, that can't be 
you can't be right there. What? Because it was Cardinals? I think it was, yeah, because it was Cardinals. Yeah. So they made me take it down. Dude, one uh, of these days, who knows? I mean, who there was one of the, uh, there's a player that uh, that scored this last weekend. I forget what team it was on and what player it was, but uh, he scored oh, the touchdown. I yeah, I remember it was uh, it was uh, Leonard Fournette with the yeah. With the <laughs> That's right. He ran up to the uh, he ran up and saw his fat head in the stands. Grabbed that fat head and uh, and that fat head got some TV time. And you know that'll that'll happen I, to you one day. Trust I think. me. When I saw that, I got super pumped. I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> pumped or uh, jealous? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I you know I I need to get better. I need you to serve as my reminder guy for this. I, I need to remember to bring a marker. So I have two fat heads. I have JJ Watt and I have Kyler Murray. And I bring them to okay. both game. Offense goes on the field. I hold up Kyler. Defense goes on the field. I hold up JJ. I want to bring a marker so that at one point I could get one of you know both of those signed by those guys during the game, either you know pregame or after the game. Yeah, I mean if they see their own face, I mean a lot of these guys when they score, you know if they see their jersey in the stands, they'll usually go hand that football that they just scored with. I mean, as long as it doesn't mean anything, you know, to uh, the player with their Jersey, cause they get a cut of the Jersey sales. Right. So I don't think so. I don't know how that exactly. You works, don't know. But, no, I, yeah. I thought I heard they got a cut of the Jersey sales that are sold because I mean, it gives them, you know, I guess incentive to play better. You know, you, you're, you're going to get more sales on your Jersey. You play better. You're going to get uh, that, that fan base on your side. But, sure it works um, somehow like that. Yeah. God, I wonder uh, what the Kyler's, Kyler's giving me the head nod a few times when he's seen me holding it up on the road. That's cool. Uh, he'll he'll kind of give me a little, little head nod, but um, yeah, now, now let's Gunner at this time, let's go behind enemy lines. And I, and I want to call this out because normally this is the first show in 17 episodes. This is number 17 mm-hmm. that we do not have a guest. Okay. Normally on this episode, we do go behind enemy lines with maybe someone from our sister podcast, right? In the rival team, you know. So Seattle was today. They have three hosts. I reached out to all three of them. That's how deep this rivalry runs, Gunner. Like, I want to make sure you understand this. This is (laughs) the fact that the three hosts from the Seattle show would not come on our show. It shows you have, you na- have, you have names. Who does the Who does the Seattle show? Do you know? Uh, there's a guy named There's a guy named Griff. There's a guy named Oh uh, man, I don't. Uh, I Maddie. Right. There's Maddie. There's Griffin, and there's uh, the other ones like Tyler or something. I think it is Tyler. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. So just based got, on that, I don't. They got don't three know. guys. I was trying to reach out, and I saw you followed a couple of these guys, but. Uh, Brock and Sock up there. They're they're oh, they're on Cairo. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to get one of them, but they they ignored my tweets. So, <laughs> um, so no behind enemy lines guess this week. But but guess what? Guess what, Gunner? What's that? I went behind enemy lines. I went to Seattle School about an hour ago. I just deep dove into the Seahawks. So I think I'm a Seahawks expert now. And okay. I think we can still Sweet. go behind well, enemy lines. Even though you're a hardcore Cardinals fan, you're going to represent the Seahawks here. Huh? <laughs> well, I'm just going to, you know, pose some points that I, <laughs> I found. So let's get into Geno Smith. I mean, you hit All on right. some of these, but let's just, let's just set the table again. He has a 75% completion rating. He is uh, nine plus 9.6 over comp uh, over uh, completion percentage, what they they expected completion percentage was. So he's, he's, outperforming what everyone thought and you know we alluded to that earlier yeah. he has a league best which you mentioned a couple minutes ago 113.2 qb rating he's the number one ranked qb v pro, fo- uh, pro football focus 
Kyler Murray, the 16th ranked quarterback via pro football focus. How crazy is that going into the season? If you said Kyler Murray is going to be middle of the pack and Geno Smith's going to be the number one ranked pro football focus quarterback. Yeah. Again, people would lose their mind, lose yeah. their mind. So Geno Smith, you're going to have to try to contain him. Uh, and, and, and you're going to have to get in the backfield and shake them up. I mean, that's what it comes down to. You, we're going to need to put that pass rush on and you're going to need to uh, throw him off of his game. But, you know, one thing that makes him so great is, of course, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, right? Those guys are right. still dangerous. Have you seen their numbers for the past, let's say, three, four games? Um, I, I, I know Lockett uh, did really – he had two touchdowns last week, which I the only reason I really know that is because, I, you know, I'm I'm a betting man, and that, that two-touchdown prop bet, you know, I, I try to grab that when I can, and when I saw Lockett have that, I was like, oh, man. Mm. I, I kind of wish I had my, money, huh? yeah, I would have made some decent money. And then, uh, same with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kelsey on, uh, well, he had four touchdowns four. on the yeah. chiefs on, uh, earlier this week. So I, uh, yeah. So Lockett, uh, bringing his, in the touchdowns, the, yeah. maybe they'll be his, targeting him quite a bit this weekend. Lockett's last four games, 104 yards, most recently with two touchdowns, yeah. like you mentioned, 91 yards the week before that, 76 yards the week before that, and 107 the week before that. I mean, he's putting up 80 plus yards a week. So Metcalf's a beast too, though. And, and Metcalf, so I have Metcalf's numbers. DK last week, 88 yards, a touchdown. Week before, 149 yards. Wow. Week before that, 64 and a touchdown. And the week before that, 35. So it's, so hard bet, it's so hard betting on those dudes. You know what to expect. I mean, you saw, I mean, they went back and forth. They went high numbers, low numbers. You know, and and uh, who knows Lock, what's going to happen. Lockett, Lockett's been pretty consistent. DK, yes, he's a he's a tale of of different games. I mean, that one game he goes off, another game he he struggles. But yeah, um, I, I think that's the story of DK's career, right? I mean, but th- th- you got to watch those guys between them two and Noah Fant, who they actually got in that trade for Russell Wilson. Noah Fant, their tight end, has been really good as well. So uh, they've kind of have a three headed monster, which has really been the theme when the Cardinals have had their opponents this year. You know, when you 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 play the Rams, you had Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby. You play the uh, the the Raiders. You've got yeah. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, uh, amongst other weapons. I, I mean, it just Every team I feels like they play there. There is a pretty good duo or trio, and yeah. and it's no exception this week with Seattle. So they're going to want to keep them in check. Uh, and I, I think what they what the Cardinals are going to want to do is force the run. And, and the Cardinals historically aren't great at stopping the run, so it's a little mm-hmm. bit of a scary proposition. Uh, but ultimately, this week Rashad Penny went down last week. Yeah, um, he had a fibula. He had something going on with his ankle. They had he had yep. surgery was successful. I saw that the Seahawks mentioned that. So, but he's out for the season. Yeah, he's done. So yep. he's shot. Ken Walker the third will be filling in. Um, you know, we talk fantasy a lot, but looking at the fantasy, all the 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 experts saying Ken Walker grab him because this kid is good. So the Cardinals may have their hands full with Ken Walker this uh, this weekend. Um, but I would rather have a rookie beat you than than those other guys, right? Like try right. try to contain Lockett and Metcalf. Make Ken Walker beat you. Um, I, I think that should be your, your your best strategy going in. With that being said, their defense is the weakness, Gunner. Uh, they have Tariq Woolen. He's the exception. He has all of three all three of Seattle's interceptions this season. So I think you'll see him on Hollywood Brown. Uh, try to contain Hollywood a little bit. Um, yeah. They've been not good against the run defensively. Last week, 
they gave up 235 yards to the Saints and three touchdowns. And a lot of that was uh, Taysom Hill, right? So you're going to want to see Kyler Murray do, you know, get his legs going. Hopefully the uh, the Cardinals watch that tape. I mean, Taysom Hill, you know, he's fast, you know, as a, a quarterback getting those rushing yards. But I mean, Kyler Murray's got to be faster, right? Oh, dude, Taysom's how tall is I know he's quick. He? Yeah, he's he's got long legs, so he's quick. Once he gets his stride, he is just fast. But Kyler's got, uh, you know, he's got them uh, little uh, roadrunner wheel, you know, legs. So just got to spin once he gets going. Kyler's so, got some I mean, thick legs. Thick <laughs> legs. Yeah, but it's short. He can he can move. Short, yeah, but um, hopefully they watch some tape on that and see what the uh, the Saints did against the Seahawks, and hopefully try to replicate that. And hopefully the uh, the Seahawks don't go back and you know see what the what what the Saints did, which the, and then try to fix that those issues, you know. Uh, which is probably what they did, but I mean, hopefully the Cardinals can figure that out. Get uh, get Kyler running. I mean, we see what uh, what happened last week against the Eagles. Once Ky- once Kyler started running, uh, it it did well for the uh, the Cardinals. So, not just Kyler running, but you want to get Eno Benjamin running, right? He was averaging five yards a carry uh, up until last week. So, I mean, Eno he, he runs angry. He looks good. He's going to be your number one. Keontae Ingram, who they drafted out of, uh, I believe, USC or Texas. Where is he out of? Keontae Ingram. Um, uh, you'll see him get activated because he is Dar- not played. So Daryl Williams is out? Yeah, he's done. Or he's on IR, so you won't see oh him for gosh. a little bit. Uh, Keontae Ingram was out of USC. Or no, wait, I'm seeing pictures of both. I think he played at both schools, and he must have transferred at one point. But anyway uh Keontae Ingram you, you'll see him get activated for the first time so another one of Kimes draft picks will get some playing time this time because of injury so yeah USC a sixth round pick this year um he'll get some run time with the Cardinals but I think you're gonna see the bulk of the running coming from Eno Benjamin but let's let's talk about the last four weeks for the Seahawks they've okay. allowed last week like we said 235 yards the week before that 145 the week before that 179 and the week before that 189 yards so they cannot stop the run for the life of them. They've uh, allowed two rushing touchdowns in each of their last three games, and they're allowing five yards of carry. They're like I said earlier, twenty eighth in the NFL. So the the blueprint is there. When you talk about studying tape, it basically says you shouldn't be throwing the ball on these guys. You should run. Now it's not saying you should. I guess I should take that back. It's not saying you should not throw the ball. It's just saying run first, throw second, because it's not like they're stopping the throws either. So God, that's crazy though. I mean, we're going against the Seahawks who have a horrible uh defense. And then both of our we have two running backs out. Our, our number one, James Connor and Daryl Williams, is out. So we're we're running backups. Well, I guess we're not backups. You got a number two and a number four. That are going in at one and two this weekend. I guess a, a bad defense. We had an opportunity to really, uh, really kind of show, you know, with uh, with James Conner, and uh, I guess the defense is not very good with the run, and that kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, I don't like but that. like like we've been talking about, James Conner has looked banged up for the past few weeks, and maybe this is time to to shut him down for a little bit, get him healthy, because Enos look great. I, I, listen. I, I'm a U of A fan. I'm an ASU hater. I will hate on any ASU player that the Cardinals take. I have two exceptions to that. Nikhil Harry and Chase Lucas, uh, who both were boys and girls club kids of mine when I used to run youth football leagues back in the day. They're the only ASU kids I give passes to. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, I'm on the Eno Benjamin bandwagon. This guy has looked really good this season. And, you know, I think I saw a tweet from Kyle Odegaard, who he had a couple weeks ago. It was either today or yesterday, and he had said, um, 
he had said Eno was struggling to stay on the roster in 2020. And now he's worked his way year after year. And now he's in this prime opportunity uh, to show what he can do. And, and I think you're going to see some good things from him this weekend. I, I mean, he, he looked great last week against the yeah. Philly's no slouch. So uh, I, I think this is a good opportunity. against a really bad defense. Um, I have the Arizona Cardinals depth chart up. You, you hit some of the, uh, do, do we have the, uh, the injury report? Did you hit that? There, there, I didn't see a it. Thursday. I only saw the one from Wednesday. Okay. So I saw, and that was with the walkthrough. So today, I, all I saw was what we kind of hit on earlier was who was practicing and who wasn't. I, I just see a lot of cues on our, uh, our questionables on our yeah. offensive line. The left tackle, DJ Humphreys, is questionable. Justin Pugh's questionable. Rodney Hudson's questionable. Max Garcia's uh, questionable. Sean Harlow's questionable. Uh, I Cody think, Ford's on the IR. I mean, that offensive I, I, line. I, no, I think all of them play though. The only one that doesn't okay. play is Rodney Hudson. So okay, I think I mean, he'll I be just, good. Okay, I mean, I'm just looking at the depth chart with the cues. So that's that's. Uh, I mean, if they play great, you know. Other than that, just looking at it at face value with those questionables, it's. Uh, it looks like it's the 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 offensive line is a little weak at, at the moment. Yeah, Justin Pugh and Max Garcia are the only ones that have been banged up enough to miss like time. So I, other okay. than Rodney Hudson, so. You know, I don't think DJ Humphreys is going to miss a game. Uh, n- nothing has came out too serious about him yet. So okay. um, I-, I think you're going to be fine. I think you're going to get all these guys back other than Rodney Hudson. It sounds like he's definitely out this week. Okay. So um, we will also find out, though, right now it's 130 on a Thursday. The The Mariners are playing their, their game two of their playoff series right now. If they can get a win today, or on Saturday, this game will move back to two thirty on Sunday. Yeah, so remember, they, yeah, they, there was speculation that they were going to bump it to like 10, 10 o'clock, but mm-hmm. but then yeah, they moved that, it back. Then they moved it to two thirty, or uh, yeah, two thirty is what it would be. I mean, the Mariners are lit. Uh, it's what are they? Uh, top of the fourth, so I mean, it's still early. I mean, obviously, this is going to drop. Are on. they winning or losing right now? They're uh, losing one to uh, zero to one. So oh, Astros okay. already got a got a uh, run on them. So if they they lose today and they lose on Saturday, uh, it'll it all be moot. It'll yeah. all be moot. Yeah, it'll just it'll just stay. But uh, I I thought they were going to move it to allow Seattle fans to watch both games. But it sounds like they're just moving it for traffic issues because yeah. both stadiums are right next door to each other down there downtown in uh, the Soto District of Seattle. So uh, the, the nice traffic. The nice part though is when that game starts. Uh, if it does get moved back, those afternoon slate of games, you pretty much know where everything's kind of at. So you could really make the Cardinal game your focus on Sunday and, and not, you know, for fantasy and betting purposes, yeah. really jumping between the other games at that point. At that point, those games, most of those games will be an hour to an hour and a half deep. So they'll be at halftime. <sighs> the uh, the Mariners, I don't, I don't, dude, did you watch the game with the Mariners on uh, uh, Tuesday? I did not. And I'm not watching any baseball. I'll tell you that right now. I just, I have it on in the background. I was watching it and the Mariners had to lead the most, the majority of the game. And it was bottom of the ninth. Uh, the, uh, the pitcher, the closer allowed uh, the Astros to get a few people on the bags. And then there was a game winning walk off home run. And I mean, to be a part of, you know, being a sports fan, to be a part of that, I mean, nothing beats that. I mean, football is great and all, but I mean, to watch a bottom of the ninth walk-off home run, nothing in, in the postseason, you know, nothing beats that. But, 
you know, it, it, being a sports fan was exciting. I'm not a Mariners fan, even though I grew up in Seattle. Uh, I just couldn't help but feel bad for the Mariners fans. Um, I mean, they beat, they, they won the round, first round of the playoffs. Here they are round two leading the Astros, you know, the, it was, it, I thought it was going to be a Cinderella story for them, but I mean, when they, they, when they lost that it. in the bottom of the ninth, yeah, they cooged it as you will. I, I don't know if you've ever heard that term. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they cooged it and now they got a, uh, they're, they're falling behind here early, uh, down there. So I don't know. I, I think that that game time change would probably be moot unless, uh, the Mariners pull some magic out of their sleeve. Well, you talked about it earlier. The Cardinals are two and a half point favorites on the road. The first time they've been favorites this season. You mentioned that earlier. What other, uh, do you have any other betting props uh, or got, anything they, like that you like? They got the over under at 50 and a half points. Um, I think they came down a point from um, what we were talking about earlier this week. But I mean, when I see 50, I see that they think it's going to be a shootout. Um, they think there's going to be some points scored. Does that, does that always make you run the other way? I never go the under when it's 50 and a half. Uh, if okay. it's like f- mid forties, I'll probably go the under. Cause they're onto something just like, uh, the, it was it last Thursday night. There wasn't even a touchdown scored. It was all field goals with the Broncos. And, uh, what game was that? Uh, Broncos and Colts. <clears throat> yeah. Not one touchdown scored. It was all field goals. So you, in, in, in that line was at about 42 and a half, I think 43, something like that. So once it's down in the low to mid forties, I kind of start feeling unders. If it's at 50 and a half, it's either going to hit it right on the head or go above it or, or maybe one point below it. But I always go on the overs. I don't go unders on the, well, uh, when it hits 50 based on the averages over the past couple of weeks here. I mean, they're easily going to go over 50. Because yeah. you know Seattle's already putting them thirty-two, and the Cardinals are putting them twenty-one. I mean, you you think that they would take that over at that point? But and it's going to be perfect weather. You know, the the, the weather's not going to be a factor. So I mm-hmm. uh, could see that going on the over. They got Geno Smith on the over under passing yards is two hundred and sixty-five and a half. Uh, they they've yeah. got Kyler Murray over under on the passing yards at two hundred and fifty-nine and a half. So they've got Geno uh, throwing more yards, Out throwing Kyler. Wow. Yeah. So which one do you like there? Um, I will probably go, oh man. I mean, the Seahawks defense is really bad. Um, I will probably, I mean, with the 50 and a half, I think I'm going to go over on both of those. Um, I mean, I haven't placed the bets yet, but I mean, just kind of at face value, looking at the numbers right now. Uh, I mean, if it's going to go over 50, if I'm going to bet on the over, uh, the passing yards are going to be pretty high, I think. So I will probably go over on both of those. Um, I've got I've got a little sleeper bet for you. What do you got? So the MVP odds, uh, the most recent ones just came out. Josh Allen plus two hundred. He's the number one. He's the favorite. Patrick Mahomes plus four fifty. Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts both at plus six hundred. Justin Herbert at plus fourteen hundred. Joe Burrow. At plus three thousand, so that's your top six guys, and then you've got a three-way tie: Tom Brady, the goat, Aaron Rodgers, and Kyler Murray, plus four thousand. Just throwing this out there: you get Hopkins back next week. The MVP voting is not about the first quarter of the season; it's about the back half of the season. Because it's more memorable for sure. But I mean, it, mm-hmm. uh, they do take into account the beginning of the season. They've got it. Yeah, I, a little bit. But uh, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm saying. Okay. Kyler Murray goes on a tear 
remember how good he was the first seven weeks of the year last year when he had Hopkins. He was he was the one of the favorites. He was like top two or top three. Yeah. Uh, last year when he had Hop, those first seven weeks. What if Kyler Murray and the Cardinals go on a tear starting next week when they play the Saints? Which, mind you, the Saints barely beat the Seahawks this week. Starting next week. week or this week? Next week. Well, I mean, you think he's going to win this week. So building off this week, right? <laughs> okay. like, I think right. we're thinking he's going to beat Seattle. But I'm saying, what if his numbers start going through the roof starting next week when he has Hop and Hollywood? Yeah. That plus 4,000 right now. I mean, throw 50 bucks on it. <sighs> 25 bucks on it. I, man, I, I could see it being a sleeper, but I don't have the confidence in it, man. I I don't. I just don't think. I know D Hop comes back next week against the Saints, but Gunner, there's a saying. Uh, there's a saying in life: scared money don't make money. <laughs> well, yeah, that's accurate. That is very accurate. But dude, I've seen nothing from this team that gives me the confidence. I got to turn it around. And I do. do know, I need to place a twenty-five dollar bet right now on it. If you do it, go ahead, man. I do, I, do it. You know, the problem is I got to deposit. Uh, I'm having to deposit money. I, know. I don't have any money in this yeah. right now. No, no, no. I don't care if she sees that, but I, I don't have any money in the betting apps right now. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, it's it's possible. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I mean, I, I got it. I've got to see. Oh, he's he's goading me. He wants me to throw some money on it. Here we go. Hold on. But this is going to give us a bunch of dead air. Gunner, any other bets you like while I, I um, do this bet? I, you know, I mean, I think, you know, ben, Benjamin, I don't know what the rushing yards are going to be on him. They, that's they that's one to that. watch for sure. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll probably go over on that because I think that dude. You, you, They're going to give him a low, I would think, a low prop. Like, it's going to be a low amount because he's, you know, a backup running back. I don't think he's they're going to give him. a backup. Him. Yeah, they'll, they'll give him a low amount, and then he's got some. He's gonna he's gonna prove you know that uh, that he's the man and he's gonna he's gonna ensure that people know that you know he's gonna play harder than uh, he would in the in the uh, second seat you know behind Connor, so uh, I'll probably go over on uh, Eno Benjamin. I think I'm keeping an eye on uh, the tight end for the Seahawks, um, not the one you mentioned earlier. Hang on, I can pull up that name. Because uh, he's really good. Uh, Disley, Will Disley. Oh, Will Disley, yeah. Uh, getting he's... an anytime touchdown. He's pretty good in the, uh, the red zone for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, I could I'm, prob- I'm, putting, I'm putting $50 on it right now. Kyler Murray, okay. MVP. What, what does that pay out of plus $4,000? 2000 bucks. I got to add funds, though. I only got 15 bucks <laughs> in here. <laughs> God, 268 yards is what he had last week. Uh, Geno Smith. So I'm kind of, I'm still kind of playing around with the uh, the over under passing yards on the quarterback. So they have him at 265. Geno Smith, and he threw 268 last week. So they kind of got him right on par with what he did last week. Uh, Kyler Murray last week, 250 yards. They've got him at 259 uh, on Sunday. So they're kind of sitting with what they had last week uh, as far as the over under goes. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I the I, the, the Cardinals got to win this one, so I will definitely go over on uh, on Kyler. And I mean, if they let me down, I'm losing money, you know. <laughs> so so I mean, I'm gonna, I'm going to put all my confidence at the Cardinals that they're going to pull it together this week. Um, I I hope to God that uh, uh, Kingsbury can put something together to get some points on the board in the first quarter. Five games, five weeks, they have not scored in the first quarter. 
And uh, here they go up to Seattle. Uh, they're a lot better on the road. Uh, they've won. Uh, what is their record on the road? They've won uh, ten of the last eleven away games, which includes last year on the road. So I mean, that I I think Vegas has taken that into account. You know, I mean, to be honest, I was looking at the uh, the Cardinals. Uh, you know, being the uh, the favorite in this game, which kind of surprised me when I saw that opening line. It did surprise me just based on what we've seen for the Cardinals last number of, uh, last five weeks. They they did play their best game of the five weeks uh, last, you know, against the Eagles. But I don't know, man. I don't have the confidence. But I'm in, in my bets. I'm gonna, I'm a, you know, you got it. You gotta. It takes money to make money. So I'm a, and, and the, the Cardinals have to win. So. So you're I'm going gonna, cards. You're I'm all gonna, in. I'm gonna go on the cards on the over on uh, most of them. You know the passing. Uh, receiving, rushing, because they got to get it done. They've got to get it done. Okay. I might hedge, okay. Might hedge my bets, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're always hedging I don't know. Bets. Dude, my confidence is not that high with these guys, man. It's not. And I don't know. We're going to make I you hope, a believer. I hope You're, you're going to be a believer after the next two weeks. They're going to beat the Seattle, and then they're going to dominate the Saints. Watch. I'm I hope. I hope um, they prove me wrong. I'm calling my shot right now. Now, I want to hit on some last things before we wrap yep. this episode. Uh, I don't know if you got to see it today. It was it was all over Twitter, the Hard Knocks clip that they put out. And I think God. a key, I want to talk about the keys to this game. One of them, I think, is leadership. And when I go on the Hard Knocks clip, did you did you get to see the one that was out there today? I didn't see the clip. So uh, it, it's, go go find it. Arizona Cardinals just tweeted it out. Um, it's J.J. Watt. Well, within the last hour or two. JJ, oh, there it is. It is. Yeah. yeah, JJ Watt is consoling Rondell Moore uh, on the sideline. Rondell Moore dropped a ball uh, that was thrown to him during practice, and JJ Watt says, "You know, he gives him crap because that's what you're paid to do, right? Catch the ball." And he goes, "No, I'm just kidding." He says, um, "He says uh, that you know it's Wednesday, it's not Sunday. Stay after practice, catch a few more balls, and then make the catch on Sunday." And, you know, between seeing that and seeing Justin Pugh step up for uh, Amendola after he missed that kick with the, the media on, 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 what was it, Sunday, it, it just shows that there, that leadership is there, right? Like, they, you've got these veterans on the team that are looking out for the young guys. And, yeah. and that's really good to see, especially when the team has had some letdowns at the end of the season, the last couple of seasons. It's good to see that that leadership is in the locker room, that this team isn't falling apart. Like that's what it shows to me. What do you think, Gunner? Um, I agree. I mean, uh, so they're filming for this thing already. It premieres November 9th. I thought it was like like in season, like we're gonna catch uh like like when you watch um hard knocks uh the preseason, right? Uh who was it this last it was the Lions, and you're watching the episode from the like the week the taping of the week before. Um yeah, yeah. So they they have the preseason one, and then this year right. they're gonna yeah the Cardinals will be the in season, and that's gonna come out I think in a few weeks. I think it's in right November night. It premieres November ninth. Yeah, 9th. Yep. yeah it says go. right there. But I mean, I I would have thought they would just start filming on November first, right? And then that week is on the premiere November 9th, But it based on yeah that last clip, last year was the Colts, and I'm pretty sure what they did the first episode was they kind of caught you up on how the team was doing up into that point. So that's why they're filming now. They're gonna okay. show excerpts of this in that first episode or two 
to get you caught. Actually, I think it's just in the first episode because they want to catch you up to the week that you're at now. So that way, the following week, right, it's all the episode that it's about. So I think that first episode will be a, a pretty deep dive on the Cardinals and, and where how they got to where they're at at that point. Yeah. And there's gonna be a lot of people dissecting it, I'm sure, trying to figure out what ha- what's going what's wrong behind the scenes, you know, once it once it comes out. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some criticism, stuff like that, you know, and I'm sure uh, HBO probably disappointed with the other uh, start of the Car- <laughs> the Cardinal <laughs> season <laughs> with this one. I mean, they, they had that home Super Bowl. They did great at the beginning of last year. Everybody had uh, high hopes for the Cardinals this year, and they just kind of crapped the bed and I'm sure that's not what the hard knocks expected to have in their midseason uh, hard knocks on HBO Max. But uh, it'll be interesting to watch, you know, when it premieres November 9th see uh you know a little bit behind the scenes is there uh, a lot of frustration i mean that clip obviously it has to do with leadership i love that jj watt you know mm-hmm. chatting with the uh the, the rookies and the uh the youngers on uh on the defense it'll be fun to watch that i'm, I'm looking forward to it yeah it's good i mean there are a lot of personalities on this team right so it's going to be entertaining to watch that um let's go back into key- keys of the game here i think the biggest key Obviously, he's getting to a fast start, making up for that. And I think how you do that, and this is a good stat from uh, Chuck Harris on Twitter, Kyler Murray in five games in the first quarter attempts four runs for nine yards. Second quarter, five attempts for 24 yards. Third quarter, six attempts for 42. And fourth quarter, 13 for 58. Mm. His passer rating, this is a key nugget, his passer rating jumps from 67.3 in the first half to 98.3 in the second. So the more Kyler gets going with his legs, it actually helps him with his arm as the game moves on. So, uh, so I mean, we, we've mentioned it before. Cliff Kingsbury, uh, head coach at the Cardinals, scripts out the first quarter, essentially, right of plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, I to, to me, when you read those numbers... It's like uh, he did. Uh, why? <laughs> I, I every every head coach does it. I'm Hasht- sure it would hashtag never... fire Cliff here. Yeah, come. that's my that's my. I'm gonna get a shirt that says <laughs> fire Cliff. And well, you know, and I and I will hit that uh, even harder if we get another first quarter with no points and they end up losing this weekend. You know, because I mean, that, I, had a, that... I had a I had a buddy, faithful listener, Stephen Smith, Scuba Steve, as we called him in high school. <laughs> he shot me a text this morning. Man, Gunner really hates Cliff. Huh? I do, uh, <laughs> dude. But I mean, dude, five games five weeks in a row no points in the first quarter and every single play in the first quarter or the majority of them are scripted by kingsbury and then once things kind of they make adjustments at halftime and they kind of you know uh call plays as needed in the second half they do a lot better so why not throw out the script and give it a go i I know it'll never happen it's just how football is They, they they watch so much game tape that they script out the first number of plays but God, I don't know what's wrong with Kingsbury. If there's a, he's just got the wrong mindset this season or what, but I mean, those scripted plays aren't working. They're not. And I don't know if he's, uh, I don't think if, I don't think I've seen uh, 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 Kyler Murray run with the ball at all in the first quarter. Well, not often after those numbers I just read, right? He, yeah. he doesn't run very often. So I don't, I don't know, know if you can, I don't know if you can see this, but there's the bet. 
<laughs> will there be uh uh what I, I don't even know it is a bet uh but uh you know points scored the first, i'm sure it is it's probably a prop bet somewhere point scored by the cardinals in the first quarter i'll put a bet on zero see what happens maybe maybe if i do that that'll turn things around for the cardinals because yeah uh, you're the jinx that's what's gonna yeah, happen yeah that's, maybe that's i try that let's, let's try and jinx it we'll put some money on it and and turn that whole thing around we'll get some points in the first quarter on sunday <laughs> yes well the cardinals take on the seattle seahawks both teams two and three out there at is it lumen lumen field man formerly central field. field yeah yeah i remember his century link lumen field this sunday sunny skies and a great day for football as of now 105 start uh if the mariners can pull out a victory either today or saturday uh, that game will move to a i think it's 230 230 um that's for gunner i'm tyler at bird gang travel uh Make sure you subscribe and listen wherever you find podcasts. Also, you can go to cheat code, the cheat code, cardinalspodcast.com. Oh, you know what? We're, we're going to can this part, Adam. We didn't bring you in. We need the voice of the bird god. Before we wrap and close out this amazing episode <laughs> of a preview Friday, voice of the bird god, Adam, what do you got for us? I won't ask a question here, gentlemen, voice of the bird gaw, caw, caw, uh, but I will just let you guys know that if you follow the season script, the Cardinals must win this game because they have alternated weeks, lose, win, lose, win, lose to Philly. We all know what that means come Sunday. Well, yeah, you combine, combine that with their uh, road record. You know, they do a lot better on the road. Combine that with the, uh, the, the road record. The Cardinals win on can't lose. It's almost yeah. impossible. Also, unfortunately, it looks like Tyler wasted $25. That'll do it for the Voice <laughs> of the Bird God. $50, not $25. $50. Oh, no. oh tragedies not, of tragedies. I'm not a coward. Uh, yeah, I got the $50 bet. Kyler Murray plus 4000 to be super or be uh, MVP of the NFL. Go ahead okay. and follow me on that bet. I'm telling you, you're going to see a turnaround to the season right when Hop comes back. It starts this Sunday, though, with this game. Okay, if you're so confident in that, why don't you put a uh, Cardinals winning the uh, the Super Bowl bet down, too? Why don't you just go all in, man? Gunner, that bet's already been placed. Oh, it's already been placed. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We're all in now, then. I, I put that bet every year, regardless. So, um, yeah, that's already down. Well, for Gunner, I'm Tyler. Find uh, Gunner at Radio Gunner on Instagram, The Gunner on Twitter. Uh, for me, it's at Burging Travel on all socials. And make sure that you listen, subscribe, and download every episode uh, wherever you find podcasts. And you can follow the cheat code. You can go to at cardinalspodcast.com and it will pull up a little menu of every platform uh, where you can find this show to make sure that you're always kicking off in the valley. <laughs>